And welcome to another episode of Four Corners Podcast. I am your host, Coach Mike McClendon, a.k.a. Coach Mac, a.k.a. I ain't never wrong. Um, so you'll find out as y'all keep listening to me. Wow. <laughs> I would be nothing if, 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 if inconsiderate if I didn't introduce my three young kings. I'm joined by J.R. Pringley, a.k.a. Mallory, a.k.a. the waves are spinning, the beard's glistening. Uh, <laughs> we're also here with... Uh, my boy CJ, CJ Mawilla. Uh, CJ oh, don't have any AKAs because um, he's technically one of the girlfriends, so we can't really, yeah. we can't really get to his AKAs. See, really? It's really appreciate you all. I don't know why you're trying hey, to blame me. Hey, when CJ said, let's please, please introduce our brother. Welcome back. We missed you. We love you. Jamal Reed, uh, AKA Officer Reed, AKA Private Reed. <laughs> Private Reed. <laughs> salute, salute to you, my boy. Welcome back, man. We're good to have you back. Matter of fact, let's start. Let's start with you, man. How's it feel to be home, man? I'm seasoned, man. I'm ready, man. Locked out for a minute. Yeah, man. It's good to hear your voice. Good to have you comment. Those who don't, don't know, man, I had the privilege of coaching these three young kings um, at Felicia University. Um, they all play basketball together. Now we can see if they can sit and, and talk together. Right. <laughs> DJ, my man, how are you? Doing well, doing well. That's good to hear. Good to hear. Mallory? I'm good. Talk I'm to here. us. I'm ready, baby. You sure? You yep. sure? You yep. sure? Yep. I don't know. Yep. Pre- Pre-game, you was a little, uh, a little quiet pre-game, but okay. Yeah, I'm just getting, I'm just getting focused. I was just getting focused. I was just getting focused. He's scared, You know, it's Brian Day. He always nervous on Brian Day. That's all it is. On Brian Day. He's scared. He's scared. Oh, my God. Hey, listen, before before we get into that beautiful, beautiful topic that we all can't wait to share, um, it is Football Sunday. Um, this is a basketball podcast, but at the same time, you know, we are in tune with the world, with NFL and social stuff. Uh, so we're going to give you four games every week. We're going to call it our pod bets. Um, each one of you, are gonna, each one of us are going to give you a game we think we should, uh, should bet on, put your money on, that hard-earned cash. Um, you can take our advice if you want, but <laughs> we're going to keep tally each and every week to see uh, who's picking the better games. Um, so let's let's start this off right now. We're gonna go to CJ. CJ is gonna give us who we should bet on in the Rams Eagles game. It's, it's gonna lose All your right. money if you follow him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So see, really, bet of the week is Rams at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles lost last week, so I expect them to bounce back. Just not this week. So I will bet Rams. <laughs> I'll bet Rams me. this week. <laughs> bet Rams. Oh, so C said, just not this week, so we're going to put the money on the Rams. So we're going to remember, CJ, we're putting these locks in, so we're going to figure out after every week who knows what they talk about and who don't. So no doubt. So hey, put that money on the Rams. All right, my man, my man. Oh, yeah. All right, so we're going to go over, up. <laughs> gonna go over to, to JR. JR, what you got? You're going to preview, uh, we got Saints Raiders. This is um, this is a little personal for me, but go ahead, JR. <laughs> he did it on purpose, child. Yeah, this this I I like this one. The Saint Ra- Saints Raiders. It's actually not today, so uh, you got some time to get some money to bet on them tomorrow. I think it's a Monday night game. It's pretty self-explanatory, you know. I ain't really got going <laughs> going to bet who who we think gonna get this one. But I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the Raiders the credit from the uh, coming off a good win from last week. Uh, they beat uh, Carolina last week, I believe. Yes, sir. Yes, we did. Yeah, they beat Carolina last week, but the Saints also beat the Bucks. So, you know. <laughs> I say that was more of a credible win. So I mean, it's 
this this I'm gonna take the Saints. I'm gonna take the Saints by double digits Monday night. If he's wrong, I'm gonna take Saints. Is that another tally? If he's wrong, oh, he said double digits. No, no, no. We're not gonna get. We're not gonna get that deep. I think he said it. He throw no. He throwing shots. He's throwing shots. It's yeah. cool, bro. It's cool. Oh, I'm, just, I'm just analyzing. I ain't throwing shots at nobody. Oh, Mac is a Raiders fan. Thank you. For our listeners, for our listeners, I am a Las Vegas Raiders fan. Las Vegas, yeah. So I was making sure you said that. I have been so since I was a, a youngin, you know, wiping my nose, brushing my teeth. Um, so it, it's personal, but okay. Hey, I respect your opinion, JR. I respect your opinion. But bro. it was Thank a lot you. of games he could have picked, though. He picked <laughs> <laughs> I like those games. Games. I just picked them. Good. It is all good. We will definitely check back on that one next Sunday. I cannot wait. Um, let's let's just move on. Hey, Maul, you got the Giants, the G-Men. What you thinking, man? Oh, um, yeah, Giants versus the Bears. Uh, it's definitely going to be the Giants. Um, both teams, it's not really good defensively. Just come down. I think Jones better than Mitch. So, Giants going to take That's this. Sure. Giants going to get this dub. Get mm. your money up. Get your money up. I like it. I like it. And then to uh, round off the pod bets, I am going to do Baltimore versus Houston. Um, I, I, man, I thought Houston got, got the short end of the stink starting the season against Kansas City, the defending champions in yeah. Kansas City. Um, yeah. they, you know, they look good, but, you know, that's that's a tough game, especially with the offseason that these guys didn't have. Um, I thought that was tough. Lamar Jackson was Lamar Jackson, man. He looked good last week, 20 for 25, over 200 yards passing. I mean, Baltimore, I think, might be primed this year to, uh, to you know, take that next step that they couldn't do last year. So, with that said, I'm Houston. Ooh, I, I think wow. that, listen, listen, wow. listen, Houston's a seven-point dog. You know, for those who understand betting, you know, they're, they're the underdog coming in. I think Deshaun Watson's up there as far as, you know, one of the best quarterbacks, not mobile, not athlete, quarterbacks in the league. And he's going to bounce back from that Kansas City game. That, that, I think that I like Kansas that City thing. game toughed them up. And I think Baltimore, even though they do respect their opponents, they, you know, they cruised to a victory against Cleveland last week. And I think they're going to get their chin checked today and, and that's that's just what I think. Put that money on uh that I money on I like um, that pick. On that's Houston. A good pick, Max. That's a good pick. So yeah. for Houston to cover the spread or to win though? I, I think they're gonna win. I think being a seven point dog gives them the juice. That's why I uh I went to why they um are a seven point dog. Okay. I, I'm not getting into if they're gonna cover or not. I think they're gonna win outright, you know, which means they should cover, you know, if you put yeah, they'll be good. I know it's interesting, that's why I said it, man. I like it. Hey, and and to uh, you know, to to bounce off of that, you know, I think one of the great things we're seeing uh, in the sport today is the evolution of the black quarterback. And I think this game itself is shown that we have two premier quarterbacks who are quarterbacks who sit in the pocket, read the defense, throw the ball. And if you look at the top, even top five quarterbacks in this league right now. You know, you got at least two or three African Americans, depending on you know what you listed, and I think that's a beautiful thing. You know, our sport is going to uh, a direction where you know black black athletes aren't just put in this box to play certain positions. Now, quarterback position and coaches will get into that 
are not being considered to be smart enough um, to play that position. And I just want whatever to get you guys' means. thoughts. Whatever that means. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's and that's why I want you guys to expand on this. I want to get your thoughts. We'll start since Jr. seems very very aggressive about this topic. <laughs> We're gonna start with you. Hey, so so. <laughs> What, where do you stand? Where do you stand as far as where this league's going when it comes to the black quarterback or and or black coaches? <clears throat> um, you know me, I'm usually adamant in these type of situations because <laughs> oh. the way that they the way that they uh, <laughs> perceive us or look at us. But I think we're going in the right direction, like you said. Um, uh, more 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 stand in the pocket uh, type of quarterbacks are are now, I guess you want to say, quote unquote, black, even though they're pretty, there were, there were some before, but, you know, that position was usually held for a certain type of person. Um, with Pat Mahomes coming off the championship last year, uh, you know, you, uh, Lamar also going deep into the playoffs. I think it says a lot, man. I think it says a lot about about the progression of that position. Um, I mean, we pretty much dominate all the other positions as well, so you know, this this might be a full, complete dominance coming in the near future. You know, some mm, players might have to migrate to a different position. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that, that happened a lot where they would bring us in here. We would be quarterbacks, high school, college, and African-American uh, quarterbacks would go into the league and they would change, you know, their position. Cordell Stewart was one of the ones where they used to call them slash. Back Colorado, we had all kinds of passing records. So I think, you know, you, you, make, you make a great point there. Um, C. See really, as we should. See really. <laughs> See really. What's your what's your uh, perspective on it? Um, I agree with what Mallory said. Uh, growing up, especially in high school and college, I saw a lot of black black quarterbacks. And then, as you said, well, I think the NFL is behind on a lot of things. You know, we'll get into that later. But like changing their position once they got to the NFL. I saw a lot of black quarterbacks, successful black quarterbacks on the high school and college level. And now we're starting to see that transition. I think it started with, uh, I want to say Cam, was probably before that. Mike, of course, Mike, Mike Vick, mm-hmm. back back in the day, great quarterback. But as of now, like bringing in them quarterbacks that could win you a championship, I think Cam, uh, of course, Cap, went to the Super Bowl. And now we see more and more successful black quarterbacks. So um, I'm excited to see where it goes in the future. Definitely. Yeah, and you hit, you, hit, you you know, you hit the nail on the head with that, with Cam and Vic and guys like that, because this younger generation, those are the guys they're seeing, you know what I mean? They're seeing develop and, and excel, you know what I mean? Before that, obviously there was Randall Cunningham, you know, you had, uh, you know, various black quarterbacks. Charlie like Batch. Today, Charlie Batch, exactly. Jesus Christ. There was so many of right, them. All right, sorry. My, no, that's right. Lions fan, I'm sorry. <laughs> But but Ma, but Ma, Ma, where where do you see where do you see the position uh, going? As what Mallory said, as far as like a complete dominance, where do you where do you think we can go when it comes to that? Because there's some in college right now that are, that are pretty, they're not polished yet. But where do you think the position is going to go, man? I think we just there's only way one way to go is up from there. I see, um, you know, we are breaking, um, you know, breaking through that barrier. And not only, like, we getting more black quarterbacks, but these guys are, like, great role models as well on and off the field. So that's the most important that's thing big. right there. So yeah. um, I like where it's going. Uh, yeah, the NFL is a little bit behind, but um, the only way to go is up. So I'm loving it. 
Respect. Respect. Shout good. out to Doug. Shout out to Doug Williams, first black quarterback winning the Super Bowl with the Reds. Well, the Washington football team. Yeah, be careful. Um, with that. We gotta say that. <laughs> yeah, we, gotta, we gotta be real careful. Listen, we don't. We don't. Uh, shout out to our Native Americans. We don't like to be called names either. So <laughs> we understand y'all on that one, man. What? Shout out to Doug Williams, man. Hey, listen. I think I think everyone you guys you know touched a great point, man. You know the, the positions evolving to not just being mobile, but to be able to stand back there and throw that ball. All these guys have great numbers. They've shown they can they play the position at a high level. And I'm excited. I'm excited and proud, you know, of, of our of our quarterbacks right now, man. And and like like I was alluding to, hopefully coaching's next. But that's another story for another day. But coaching, ownership. Oh, all of it. All of it. So but let's, but let's really get to why we are here. We are here on the Four Corners podcast to give y'all real basketball talk. So we coming up fresh off game three last night. We're going to start talking into this Eastern Conference Finals. Boston was able to come back from a two-down deficit in the, in the series and win last night. Uh, to me, convincingly. That's convincingly, just my opinion. But yeah. I, 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 I'll give you, I'll give you my, my take on that later, but I want to hear from you guys. Um, let's, hey, Ma, since you were the last one to talk, let's go right to you, man. What do you think of last night's game first? And then after that, how do you see the rest of the series playing out? Um... Off the rip, I think off last night, like even the game before that, you know, Celtics um had the game one. They just came back, you know, they wasn't they was playing a little soft. Uh yesterday, you know what I mean, it just showed that, you know, the young boys got hit in the face and you know, they hit back. Like it's it's a seven game series, so like they you know what I mean, they got tested the first two games. Uh Hayward was out, he didn't contribute, you know, a lot, but you know, he adds a dynamic. So, um, I think uh, I got Celtics winning the series. Celtics uh, coming wow. back from 2-0. Hey, yeah, listen. I, okay. I got Celtics winning the series. Hey, he, he, listen. He's got a point. I'm just all I'm going to say. He's got a point. I mean, if you look at game one and game two, it's not like Miami just trashed him. So, he's, he's got a point. But we'll, we'll come back. We'll come back to that. Um, see, see, really, what's up? How, how do you think game three played out and what do you think happens the rest of the series? Um, I think Maul made a great point about how the Celtics basically won the first two games. They kind of just blew it away at the end. Um, I think Hayward coming back is big for them, uh, especially on the defensive side. Defensive side, I'm sorry. Yeah, he just um he provides more size because I think they were playing uh, Wanamaker, the backup PG more. He didn't really play that much last night. But, yeah, um, keep him on the keep him on the bench a little longer. <laughs> you don't yeah, like one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said Gordon Haywood is, a, is the defensive. Hold oh, on, defensive. I'm trying to get. Yeah, but I mean, no, because it, it's not. We're not doing this. Yeah. We're not, we're not doing this. Let him continue, Mac. Let him continue. Mac. Fault, we're not doing this. You're right. You're right. You're right, Jr. You're right. Bad seat. <laughs> <laughs> I said Gordon Hayward provides more size defensively mm. because they switch. So if you have Wanamaker out there who's a smaller guard, mm. there's mismatches. But when you have like-sized athletes on the court, all wing forward positions on the court, mm. it, it makes a difference. That's what I was saying. So don't, we're not going to do that again. Yeah. I lost my point now. Yeah. I lost my point. Where was I at? <laughs> what are you talking about? The game, the series, no. the series. How, how's okay. the series going? Now that they got to win, which way you think this series sways? Um, I don't know. Maybe you can help me with this. 
one last point I remember. I saw zones on both sides. Both coaches playing zones. I don't know. I want to. I want to know how y'all feel about zone too in the league. But it's working. It worked for Miami first two games. It worked for Boston last night. Um, going forward, I think Spo. I like Spo more than Brad. I love Brad as well. Yeah, but I think going forward, I'm gonna go with Miami. I don't know how many games though. Because of, because of you you saying because of adjustment. You saying because of adjustment. You think Spo can make the necessary adjustments better than Brad? Is that what you saying? In a seven game series, I'm, I'm gonna say yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Mm. Okay. JR, oh, Maul, you had something to say? Yeah, I'm going to let uh, the beard Speak at peace. No, speak at peace. <laughs> the beard <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, No, he wants more points. He wants more points, Maul. Let him talk. Go ahead. Talk. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. JR, all right, so JR, hey, listen, listen. Hey, you know, you've heard the other two. You know, I, right. I come to you because, you you, you know, you, you, you like to tell us you know the real. So please, give us the, <laughs> the real, real of what happened last night. <laughs> um, I, I agree with you when you said that the, uh, I think the Celtics won convincingly. Um, They was up. They fluctuated, obviously, but they was up 20 at times and they got down to 10. It got it, it kind of got a little scary towards the last two minutes. Um, at, at, uh, mm-hmm. I forgot what it was. I think it was a flagrant foul on um, Jalen Brown. That turned yeah. that almost turned mm-hmm. it into a two possession game. Um, I think I, I remember coming out of the timeout, Tyler Hero shot a maybe a 30, 32 footer, uh, straight off the handoff. And I think that was a bad shot that could have also altered the the the, the ending of the game. If they take if, if they take a good shot with a, a minute and two seconds left, you know, they was down eight. If you hit a three, you down six with a minute left. Is it a bad is it a bad shot? If that's the shot he's been making though, all uh, serious coming. I don't think those are the type of shots that he was making. I don't think. I think. I think. So. I okay. think his shots came in the flow of the the offense. That one, I believe, it was it was gotcha. a handoff straight off the inbounds, and I think it was Elevaz. Mm. But that's neither here nor there. Gotcha. Um, I think I'm. A, I'm a, well, it is because if it's time and score, if it's time and score, you want to get a quick shot. That could have been something he was most definitely. To do. No, 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 most definitely. But I'm saying in terms of Spoh yeah. didn't react gotcha. the way that I thought that he would have. So I guess that he, he, he's okay with those shots. So. I think I'm gonna take gotcha. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Miami. Um, I think the next game is Wednesday. It's every other day. No, nah, they got a break. Day. They definitely got a break. Uh, Lakers and Gil- Golden State. I mean, Lakers and the Nuggets play hey, he twice. Said, <laughs> Lakers. Yeah, he's still scared of them boys. He's still scared. He's still scared. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, listen for those for those who don't know. Uh, J.R. Pringley, a.k.a. Mallory's favorite player is LeBron James. So it's never really the Lakers nah, or Cavs nah, against other teams. No, LeBron no, no. against these teams. I mentioned. So Matt, do, you say, do, you say we play? do you say we play? I mentioned go to state because. I'm scared. I, surprisingly, <laughs> nah, surprisingly, I do kind of miss them two, them two brothers, man. I, ain't gonna I don't lie. know why. I do kind of miss them too, man. What, what, I really don't know why. Nah, you, you, you start to miss out on things, man. You, you start to appreciate them when they're not there. I kind of miss Steph a little bit. Clay, kind of. Brown gonna win this year. So oh yeah, don't worry about that. Back to my point. Back to my point. I'm, I'm, um, I'm taking Miami. <clears throat> you sticking with Miami? I'm taking Miami okay. to. I say Miami and six. Uh, I say Miami and six. six. Listen. I, I think everybody made great points, and I agree with all of them in a the sense of it's going to take adjustments by the coaches. It's going to take, you know, down the stretch who's taking better shots. But if you look at every game, Boston's outplayed yes. Miami three games. I was, in, in three yeah. straight games, Boston's outplayed them. 
you look at the box scores, you know, they were up 12 going into the fourth quarter, I believe, in game one. They were up double digits going into the third quarter in game two. Like, that means, that last means night they nothing. outplayed them. That means nothing in terms I, of finishing okay. the game, though. Okay, but I, I didn't tell you Boston was going to win the series. I'm just telling you what I no, saw. No, 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 I get what you're saying. I, saw, I get what you're saying. I, I saw Boston outplay Miami in three games and fail twice. Right. To me, that could be very deflating, but it wasn't. Last night, they came, they took care of business, and they finished the job. I think that gives the momentum to push this series into six or seven games. Um, I still believe Jimmy Butler is on a mission, and I'm going to stick with that pick and say Miami finishes the series. Yeah. Um, but we're going to keep breaking down each and every game. We're not going to just not look at next game. But I think game four is going to be very telling to how far this series goes. Let me, let me just piggyback one more Jim, point. Go ahead. Uh, in terms of, you, y'all said that uh, the Celtics was up out of the two out of three games or three out of three games, right? We just seen the Denver Nuggets. That that didn't matter. Neither one of those series they just came out of. Utah. Oh, we're going to talk about the Clippers, though. Don't do that. 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 No, because you can't, you can't sit here and compare Clippers and, and Utah to, to the you know, Boston teams or whoever. You Paul George ain't on the Heat. You can, you can, you can compare <laughs> the Clippers to the Heat, bro. Oh, we're sorry. Go ahead, Maul. Yeah. Maul had a point. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's not talk about the Clippers, man. Let, let them, let them, let them have fun in Cancun, man. Let them have fun in Cancun. But yeah, man, Butler, on a mission. I respect it. I love Jimmy Butler. A lot of y'all had him. Ranked top twenty-five in the league, which is crazy. Mm. Oh, we're gonna get into that. But, no, no. we're gonna get into that. <laughs> I went crazy. back to the drawing board. I switched what I said. Oh, yeah, stop it. Past, Let's yeah, go. Keep going. See, I'm better than him stop too. It. But you know, stop it. <laughs> I never had. He on the he on I love his mindset. That's, that's not important. Every, Let's see on top. Every team he been on, he you know what I mean, made that team better. Like Bulls, Minnesota, Philly, um, and now the Heat, but. Them young boys, them young boys going hit back, and I'm telling you, like they was down two hey, zero, and they gonna be they gonna be uh you know resilient in how they um attack the games from now on. So they good. And we spoke about that in the first pod, Mo, that you missed about how you know Boston's very talented, man. If you go from you know talent against Miami's talent, you know you might want to put on paper that these young boys are a little bit more talented than Miami. But my my point is to. Jimmy Butler being able to elevate these guys with not as much talent, their games, elevate their games to be able to perform in the Eastern Conference Finals the way they are, I think that says a lot. You know, I think that says a lot. Sometimes that talent might not get the job done. And we'll see. We'll see, man. I think it's going to be an interesting series that might have turned out to be not when they went up 2-0. I think last night helped everybody justify that this series might get interesting. And like CJ said, that defensive prowess of Gordon Hayward. So, my bad, man. So you got yeah, yeah that's hilarious. Here we go. So, so C and Mallory, you got uh, you got the Heat winning the series. So Mac, who you, who you got? You know, I said I think I still think it's Heat. Right. I still think Miami pulls it out, but I just think right, so I don't three think to one. goes away. Yeah, unfortunately, Mo, we're sorry. All right, but 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 hey, just put, put a tally next to my name. Like, I got you. Know. you. But what Mo saying isn't crazy though. Not absolutely at all. Not. It's not. Absolutely not. They're a whole different said, team now. I think the series does go six to seven, where most thought it would be done in five because Miami came back, you know, from those deficits and you know, won those games. I think it goes six to seven, but I think 
Miami figures it out, you know, and I think, like you said, I, I'm, I'm big on Spo because I feel Spo listens to his players and he doesn't confine them sometimes into, okay, this is the set, this is the system, I'm going to let y'all rock. I think Brad has to do that because of his talent, but I think Brad would prefer more, hey, we got to run this set to get this shot. And when that doesn't happen, a lot of times Boston's out of whack. And I think that might be the biggest difference when it comes to adjustments, but uh, we'll see. I think it's going to be a great series. Uh, unlike the next series in the Western Conference Finals, um, <laughs> this look this this could be done very quickly after watching uh, Game One the other night. Um, let's talk about you know what we saw in Game One and what we might see today in Game Two. Um, CJ, go ahead. Uh, game One, I saw, <laughs> and this is the Western Conference Finals, by the way, Lakers versus uh, Denver. Um, for those right, who right, following. Um. <laughs> I saw a more physical veteran team uh, witness what the team that they're playing did to. We're not gonna talk about the man Cancun right now, but um, <laughs> yeah, they 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 put their foot on their necks and they didn't let up. Um, I think what Mike Malone's probably gonna he's gonna make some adjustments because Joker being the only big on the court. Um, I think Mallory's menace, I mean Millsap's menace is gonna, is gonna cut down <laughs> this game coming up. Yeah, um, you have to play bigger. Yeah. That's all I got for right now. So so, so uh so you think so who you think maybe pulls out today? Did, did, you, <laughs> did you say points today? Nah, you can go on to Mallory and Mall. Come on, see. Come on, see. Right, okay. You don't wanna give a game to a uh, thought? That, that's my thoughts. Uh, Mallory got to play less. Paul Millsap's last minute. Okay. Hey, uh, go ahead, JR. What you got? What, first, give me what you saw in game one and what you expect today in game two. What I saw in game one is pretty much what I predicted. You know, at the beginning. <laughs> 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 nah, nah, oh, nah, nah. I saw... Um, Murray, Murray, and uh, Jokic, Jokic came out. And they, they, they didn't play. They didn't play too bad. They didn't play too bad, obviously. But Jokic got into foul trouble, which is going to be a problem for him for the rest of the series, I believe, because you know he playing high minutes, so he's going to have to defend somebody. Um, I believe that's one of his flaws. He has he hasn't had like went through that through uh, his prior two series because the person he had to guard really wasn't offensive minded. Uh, Gobert's you know pretty much a screen and roller. Uh, who starts for the Clippers? Zubak. Zubak is, you know, a rebounder. So he didn't. He hasn't really had to deal with that, you know, offensive talent like Anthony Davis. So I believe he got got in foul trouble early, which affected the floor uh, of the Nuggets. Um, <laughs> as far as Murray, Murray, Murray went off. I think in the first half, but I think we got control of him. We got control of him in the second half with some of our subs and our rotation. It was our rotation, which actually, uh, I think it was like in foul trouble, actually. I know, I know, yeah, I get it. Um, no, but no, Mallory, that is true. His minutes were lacked because of foul trouble. Not, not to take away from your point, I'm just saying you can't say it was only held and confined by the nah, Lakers. I never, nah, I never said only, I never used that word ever. <laughs> okay. <anything okay>. I <laughs> said. <laughs> But, uh, we, we we know we know who I we know who I'm uh, who I'm picking. I'm gonna say we are gonna get the brooms out. 
You know, mm. we don't go up to that. Wow, that's sweet. Mm, he got a lot of pepper wow. stuff for this, to this right? topic. I think the, I think the Nuggets blew their load, man. They came back from two series, made history, two back down three one twice. So, so Lakers went easy today. Oh yeah, most definitely. We, we it's another double digit win, another double digit win today. Um, and uh, and not to mention we was up, we 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 won convincingly the first game, and you know we. For everybody who don't know, when he says we, he means the Lakers. I'm talking about the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a LeBron fan, so he says we as in him and LeBron. You mentioned this. This is the third time. This is the third time you mentioned that. Yeah, because people need to listen and know. They heard it the first two times. Yeah, so we need to get With us winning by 10 or 15 points. You know, Bron, Bron also only had, I think he had 15, 15 or 18 or something like that. Yeah, he didn't play very well. He, I mean, what? he played excellent. He played excellent. <laughs> 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 Relative oh, to the minutes he played. Ball. We can move hey. them all, Mac. Oh. Nice. Yeah, we can move them all. We can move them no, all. No, 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 no. Point so, made. So, so, Ralph Mallory, to wrap up your point is, this is Denver. If This is the question I have. If Denver was full strength and they, they didn't have to go two seven-game series and come back, you still think this would be an easy series? Quick question. Quick yeah. yes or no. Yes. yes. If, wow. If they if, yeah. if, if if they didn't have to, if they didn't come down from three one back to back, I I I give them I give them a five game series. Oh, maybe six. Wow. Interesting. Maybe okay. Six. Maybe maybe six. Okay. So so now to a more credible uh, person, Maul. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo. Crazy, <laughs> I said I think he had an excellent game. <laughs> Ma, what, yeah, what, um, Ma, Ma, you were unable to see game one, correct? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I wasn't even able yeah. to see it, man. That's a, so, so what I'll say to you is, from what you've seen as far as stats and what you've heard the media, what do you think the outlooks of today's game and moving forward? Is? Being being totally unbiased. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please, I heard it was a. Uh, I heard, you know, the, uh, the whistle was blowing a lot, you know, against uh, Denver. Um, they got a lot of foul trouble, particularly their stars. Um, Lakers uh, bench played well, Rondo and uh, Dwight and Morris. Heading uh, forward, I, I think it's going to be, a, um, I would not call it a sweep, but mm. I say, I say uh, five, six, though. Lakers. Lakers. Yep. Five gotcha. six. Hey, listen, I, I respect it. I respect it. Um, from from what I see is, I I, I do think Denver's overmatched. I do. Yeah, it's I, tired, I do. Right? I, yeah, well, not even that. I I, I kind of agree with Mallory with Jokic. You know, he's being exposed on the defensive end, shoot big time, and then offensively, he can't operate from the top of the key like he wanted when he has size on. And you know, with Dwight getting physical with him and AD using his length. It, it's tough for him now. Can he have a breakout game? Absolutely, he's he's that good. You know, he can have a breakout game. But I think that the Lakers bench, especially Rondo and Dwight Howard, I think them two give them such a spark with that second unit and such a spark defensively that Denver's gonna have to play catch out of these games. You know, I I think they can steal two games to be honest. I think it might go six. Um, but I just think they're overmatched. And the first game showed us that. You know, even with LeBron having a bad game, you've seen that AD was able to step up and then the bench was able to step up. So I think game two, Denver plays a lot better. I think we get a more competitive game today. Um, 
but with new information, as C really always says, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, I think the Lakers, you know, go up 2-0. Um, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll see. One thing I will say, though, is if LeBron plays bad again, you may know why. Um, with social media nowadays, his son, <laughs> his son uh, apparently was, you know, using California's laws for his own good since weed is legal out there. Yeah, hey, hey, Mac. Yeah, hey, Mac, that was that was a great segue. By the way, Jr., James Jr. was apparently on social media, put himself out there, you know, smoking weed, and um, and you know, obviously, once social media gets a hold of something, it lives forever. So yeah, it started to make its way crazy. around. Yeah, it started making its way around, getting gifts and memes and all that stuff. So I ask you guys this. Um, I am the only father that I know of in this in this pod. Yeah, some um, people don't know yet. Yeah, um, but but I still want to get wow, true, wow, true, dangerous. I still want to get wow. you guys. I want to get. I want to get you guys' perspective uh, on what you know. How let's let's t- take it this way. How you would feel if you're LeBron, and also how does social media affect a lot of these high-profile athletes' kids? Um, go ahead, Martha. Yeah, I think. Um, we got to, like, let's not forget, like, what we were doing when we were kids. Like, so, like, you know what I mean? He's a kid, although, like, you know, he's a different, of different status of, that we were when we, of that age. Um, and nobody's perfect. So, I, I see uh, nothing, like, majorly wrong with it because of the fact that, you know, the mistakes, like, I know I've made. But that's just a conversation that he got to have with his father. Let him know that his mistakes doesn't doesn't just affect him, but also affects like the family brand. You know what I mean? And, but, be, but being who LeBron is, you don't think that conversation happened already? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that conversation happened already. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't think that it was it was one of those things he just looked at him and was just like, oh yeah, that's that's just Bronny Jr. doing his thing. That's it, it's whatever. Like, that how would you respond if you're LeBron? How would you respond? Um. To the what to like the media if they ask me about it or to no to your son I don't care about the media because you know he'll have a, a nice little you know whatever written statement for the media but how would you respond to your son oh just like certain things that you do she always you know what I mean just kept behind closed doors you know what I mean uh, mm-hmm. this lifestyle that we live like everybody's gonna want to like tarnish it and bring you down so mm-hmm. it's just like you know what I mean let's not be like let's not forget that like. We have like something that we gotta keep sacred, you know what I mean? And like, right. not because at the same time, like, it doesn't just make Bronny Jr. look bad, but it makes LeBron look bad, um, his mom look bad, you know what I mean? Because people right. always like this, this we being legal is still something new, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we still have a lot of like uh, biases and like uh, like preconceived notions about it. So like, right. although it's been passed like health wise. It's still it's seen as bad, so you just gotta do stuff privately. You know what I mean? But right. Other than that, that's it. Mallory. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I actually haven't seen this video yet, but just to, just the mere fact that um, it hit the internet, it's kind of crazy to me uh, personally. I think um, with the caliber of not only like like Maul said uh, of that family. But even you as an upcoming star, like a high school star, I don't know if you should necessarily put those type of things on, on social media, man. Social media is a detriment to a lot of us, honestly, especially for uh, 
quote unquote celebrities. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, everything is is on a magnifying glass with the social media thing. So uh to, to Bronny Jr., it was probably just him, you know what I'm saying, casually with his friends or something like recreational. But when it hit the internet, you know, everybody gonna blow it up. And then you being his son, it's like, oh now now they might try to target his parenting and how he, he parents his son. You know what I'm saying? Where, exactly. where, where as opposed to uh, maybe somebody in another race, uh, a star that has a child that probably does even worse drugs. <laughs> you know, they don't get the they don't get the, the crucifixion that 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 we would get. The you activist, so, the activist. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I, I, I mean, I, honestly, <laughs> listen, listen. I, I thought he was gonna say the way we we raise our son. I thought. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we, man. We, we wanted to. Hey man, listen, listen, listen let's stay on topic, please. Hey, hey. Ma- I think Mallory, go ahead, finish, go ahead. I, And not only to me, honestly, the big thing with me is uh your representation of your family. To me, I'm I'm a person that really right. doesn't care what other people think, truly, but you know, when you you indulge in this this uh you know we're gonna call it a a, a hobby or whatever you want right. to label the last now you got you got you're the oldest right so now you got a little brother and a little sister so you know that they see these things or they friends and people are talking about it it's like you can't just do these things at that young of an age to where you you're not at the place where you can have that conversation with your younger brother or sister so right. i think you should lead by example and I, I honestly don't think that that was a good choice that he made Especially putting it on, on social media. You know, we can't control what kids do. Like Maul said, we always young. But to put it on social media, it's kind of like, it could be an attention grab. We, we never really know what it is. So I think you should should have just avoided it uh, in totality, bro. Gotcha. See, what you got? Yeah. Um, I think something that all four of us have in this, this group chat now that we're doing a podcast now is we're not all really on social media like that. Like, I think each of us might have like one or two like social media accounts. Like, don't stop snitching on me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't been, I haven't been, I haven't been on, on Instagram in a week. No show, Jay. I said, I said one or two on my fault, five percent. All right. But, um, what I'm trying to say is, um, in today's time, and how social media is just so obsessed with celebrities and what they're doing. Like Maul said, the kid is 15. He's had a couple of these like slip ups, of course not smoking weed, but just maybe he's using profanity or just talking crazy, but he's a kid, but like Mm -hmm. it gets on the internet and it just gets, they just get carried away with it. Like it's a 15 year old kid. I could care less what he's doing. I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. but for his his brand with his father, the the whole James family, what what they do, of course it's not it's not a good look. But I just think I forgot which one of y'all said it. Like, there's other celebrities' kids doing way worse. But nobody cares. It's always the black athlete, especially somebody like that stature of LeBron. It just gets overhyped. So, yeah, yeah. I, I could care less, though. But yeah, <laughs> All three of you, all three of you make solid points, man. And, and 
the standards for you know for African Americans and their families and, and what they go through are sometimes not the same from other people you know or other races and that are in high you know society high status and uh, you know we've we've been living with that for a while but I think the point that I'm the most interested in is when when Mallory said about how it affects the family because to me this is a conversation that LeBron has had with his son. Right, his for son sure. is his son is for in high sure. school. He's now, like you said, he's out there. He's a high-profile young athlete himself. He's told him numerous times about, especially after the like you mentioned, CJ, the video of him cursing a lot and talking about women and demeaning them, and like you 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 would think he would smarten up. So to me, I think it's not that big. Since the kids make mistakes, I think it becomes a pattern as a father that you need to start now taking some some ownership of right like you don't want these patterns to continue as he gets older so these conversations now have to be a little bit more um stern in, in my eyes like he, he needs to start putting you know some, some more values into his son so he can start listening to them because like i said i'm pretty sure he does this already but he's not listening and he's still making some some silly mistakes every other year so i think like mallory said man i think if i'm lebron i'm like yo you're making a family look bad because I know take care of you and we do everything right by you but now you're making these mistakes over and over again every year or two that's leading to scrutiny unfair or fair you know it's scrutiny and I think that's that's where the issue for me comes is you know he has to learn he has to learn and eventually he will so there's no pattern of behavior so 10 years from now when he makes another mess up and he's in his 20s we're like well we've seen this already this is what he's always done you know what I mean I don't want that for this kid you know I don't I truly don't. <clears throat> but I think um, I think one thing we all can agree is um, there has to be not only changes maybe into that <clears throat> household, but it needs to be a lot of changes into this, a lot of these NBA households. Uh, That's a fact. We, That's we're going to we're going to touch on Bleach Report. We put out these um, scenarios of um, of trades, I should say, for each and every one of these teams. Killing it with the transitions today. Man. <laughs> yeah, you just I'm being childish, you, man. You're being real silly right now. <laughs> and listen, some of these some of these are minute, right? Some of these aren't big names, big, big deals, but they're players who people feel can help teams get over. And then That's we're gonna talk on some of the bigger names that need to be in our eyes moved. Um so the first one they talked about, and I know Mallory might not know much about this player because he don't yeah, know nah, he, outside of Bron. <laughs> <laughs> but the proposed trade, the proposed trade they said was the young star from uh, Atlanta Hawks, John Collins, and their um, three-point shooter Kevin Huter to Golden it. State for Kevin Looney, Jordan Poole, and the number two overall pick. Now that's wow, that's big. Golden State having the number two pick, exactly. So. What are your thoughts? Let's go see, really, since he has a big voice on this. What are your thoughts on this proposed trade package that may or may not happen? Um, well, like you said, it's all, it's all rumors for right now. But um, that'll be big for them. Bringing another cool. shooter. Golden State. Bringing another shooter. Um, John Collins. I don't really know much. I don't really know much Lazy. on him. What? John Collins is nice. Hell, John Collins is nice. Yeah, he's a good player. Hold on, but hold on, come on, come on, come on. I said he was young. Isn't I said he was bad. Favorite player? Isn't Trey Young your favorite player? 
This is what we're doing today. He don't know who his favorite player is, Mac. You don't have to ask him that question. All right. Yeah, we had conversations. I see what we're doing. Today. You were saying, no, that's cool. Go you ahead. Go ahead. Tra- <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you were talking about Trey Young, right? And how he has a nice sidekick in John Collins. You had spoke on John Collins. Oh. Before. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> All right, you know, Maul Malayaki. Yo, no. Oh, he's bowing now. Listen, listen. All right, so listen. No, hold on. Hold on, hold on. We're not going to, we, we got to stop, we got to stop these lives. Hey, we got to stop these so lives, see, really, for real. We got to stop, we got to stop doing this. See, your stance is this will benefit Golden State because of the shooter. And Atlanta benefits how? That's all I want. That's all I need. Atlanta benefits how? They get the number two pick, um, Jordan Poole and Kevin Looney. What Atlanta, yeah. you get the number two pick, Jordan Poole and Kevin Looney. Yeah, you said it. They get the number two pick. <laughs> you have seen that right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, look, look, I'm not mad. I'm answering the question. Maul, go ahead, Maul. Maul, what do you think Listen, of this? I think they should. And again, it, hypothetical. hypothetical. Yeah, all have, like, let's just, just imagine this is all, like, you know, all true, so. Yeah. I think Warriors definitely make this deal. Like, I think this brings them back to their identity they had before KD. They're going to have depth. They're going to have ball movement. You add another shooter. And you add a, a, a rim protector and a rebounder. And athletic is, you know, I got to watch my mouth. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think Warriors make this move, man. It's like uh, they, don't, they don't need, they don't, like, yeah, KD helped them got the, uh, those two rings. And that's good and everything, but they lost their identity in doing it. I think this brings them back and makes them a, it put them right back up in one of the best teams in the West. Uh, you know, sorry, and Collins, LeBron. And Collins and, uh, Collins and Draymond can play with each other, you think? Yeah. Well, why not? Uh, it's definitely. Yeah, Draymond. <laughs> I know I know Draymond. I know people who disrespect Draymond's basketball skills. We got a high IQ level, you know what I mean? He is. Very high IQ. Respect. Respect. And I, hey, right. what's that? They got. They also got that other uh, young boy that uh, Draymond Groom from Villanova. What's my man name? Oh, uh, um, he he a uh, four. Uh, why his name's on tip of everybody's tongue. Uh, we have our phones right oh. next to it. <laughs> Yo, he said. He said. <laughs> <laughs> but I do know. I do know the young man you speak of. Yeah, um, him too. You got him. He helped Villanova win a championship. Um. What do you think Atlanta gets out of this? And I understand the number two pick, but you already have you know one of the best stars you know in CJ's eyes and um, Trey Young. You're not um, doing this. CJ ain't say that. <laughs> CJ ain't say that. You're not doing this. Trey Young. What do you think Atlanta gets out of this, Mo? Um, that's what they still think. I still think they're in a rebuilding phase. So them um starting getting that number two pick, uh, helping uh put somebody next to um I guess uh CJ's favorite player. Oh, that helps because <laughs> I still feel like it was much better than they showed like they were Got on the you. court. So they underachieved. So yeah, I guess it shows you need to like they were building the infrastructure in the wrong direction. I think this um gets them a time to reset it, but not all the way because they already was a, had a fresh restart. So that number two pick is big for them. Uh, the players that they get in is a little, you know, ain't really that big to me, but uh. They can use the number two pick. They could, that, yeah, that number two pick would be it would be great for them. But bigger, and the bigger, player's name bigger is Eric, Eric Pascal. Yeah, 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 Eric Pascal. Yeah, he, yeah, he, 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 he liked that. I like, I like, I like he that. Liked that. Yeah. 
Mallory. Uh, question. Did it from last year? Uh, Houston. We gonna we gonna talk about Houston too. Oh, which, Houston, which, no was, <laughs> which was one of the which was one of the worst moves they ever did. Didn't they trade Clint Capella to Atlanta? Yes, Clint Capella is in Atlanta. Absolutely. So yes. he's still in Atlanta. I'm, yes. Um. So so that 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 kind of makes more sense why they're trying to give her to Collins. Um. That second pick, I've been watching the the the, the mock drafts, and I think that second pick is a uh, is either a big that big man from Memphis. I forgot his name. Wiseman. 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 Or or it's a wing. I think I think it's a wing from Georgia. Oh yeah. yeah. Now they, I thought I, they, I thought they say he was unanimous number one. I don't think he's gonna slip two. I like him a lot. Yeah. Minnesota would take. You think Minnesota takes that? I think Minnesota does some weird stuff that Minnesota does. I'm gonna be honest with you. They should I'm take not them. Sold, I'm not sold on that. But go ahead, go ahead, Malik. Um. Well, whatever they do with that second pick, um, I think I think it'll be a nice building block to to they they young future, man. I like I like Trey. Like I, I don't think y'all like him, but I like um Cam yeah, like Reddish, him. man. I like Who? Cam Reddish a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I like Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish talk. Yeah, we had that, but I think that they they, they um Cam. that's a nice that's a nice little package. As far as Golden State, I think John Collins fit that that uh undersized ball that they try to do in um that small ball that they try to do in Golden State. Um, they hurt Herder. You said they said they package Herder too. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's yeah. that's legit. Yeah, that's another shooter, man. Go to go to state is great. And yeah, Andrew when Wiggins happens, on there too. Man, that, that, Andrew Wiggins? that shit gonna be scary. <laughs> oh, oh no, they got package him. They got package him. They got package him. Get him out of there. They got package him. Get him out of there. Why you do that? Why you do that? Why you do that, Maul? I forgot Andrew Wiggins. Oh yeah, because D'Angelo was on Golden State and they. No, D'Angelo. Yeah, you right. Yeah, you yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. D'Angelo went to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yo, yeah, y'all, y'all gotta stop. Okay. Stop doing that to Mallory, bro. <laughs> hey, listen. Um, who wins in that? Hypothetically, I I'm gonna say obviously go to state because I think they'll be um back in the top yeah. half of the West next year. Um, if Clay comes back the way he's supposed to, I the think top, that, like, like top. You said the top, right? You said I said top, top half. Top half. <laughs> The top half is in the top eight. That means Matt, they'll be in the top Matt eight. Asked, yeah. yeah. Asking who his top, top half eight. is. So you're telling me Golden State. Hold on. Stop, stop, stop. So you're telling me oh, strength next year will uh-huh. be top eight. We're not gonna say top four, top three. We're gonna say top eight. That's what we're nah, saying. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get on that ledge and just say top four. I'm gonna say top eight. Wow. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go for the safe bet and say top eight. That's not but the that's safe, man. Yo, if, if hey, Golden State makes this. Golden State make this deal. They top four. They they pass Bro, Golden, the Jazz. They don't make this deal. They're still top four in the West. Like, how y'all know? How y'all know? Not? How y'all know they're gonna come back and be the same Golden State? That's the question. What? The same reason why you think the same reason why you think LeBron's gonna be the best player in the league every year. Like, how do you know that? That was silly. That's a fact. That was just silly. Yo, moving on to the next. No, moving on to the next hypothetical because Molly tripping. Um, Jesus. One, I would actually. This is this is one deal I would actually like to see because I'm a fan of this young guy. Um, the Sixers would would send Al Horford and the number 34th pick to the Sacramento Kings for Buddy Hill. Um, I like Buddy Hill. I think he goes to Philly. That would be a better environment for him because everything dies in Sacramento in my eyes. Um, this would be this would be Philly, you know, shedding not shedding a lot of money amount of money right now too but adding a shooter to their team 
Um, and then Sacramento will probably waive Al Horford. I don't see them keeping Al Horford. But at least they get a, a pick out of that. Um, Madeline, what you thinking of? Man, you know how I feel about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like the city of Sacramento, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, you lived there. That's why. <laughs> They should have bundled somebody else, man. They should have bundled somebody else. But I guess Mallory, speak to the trade. We're talking about Mallory. My bad. My bad. Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill and um and that Philly and that Philly offense. I like it when they run. I like it. Buddy Hill is is he not? He's not an up and comer uh, uh, wing, but you know he's trying to solidify himself. I think he was a little frustrated. I think he was a little frustrated. Yo, this should just be Mallory's segment. This should just be Mallory's segment. Oh, man. Hey, Buddy Hill fit fit Philly, man. I wish people knew the backstory of what you don't like about Philly. I really do. (laughs) He had a good point guard in Philly, right, Mallory? Hey, see, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're not doing that. that. CJ. CJ, what do you think of this hypothetical? I love it. Um, when they when they didn't bring back JJ, I think that really hurt them. Um, I like Richardson. Um, defensive, like for defensive purposes, but I think um, Buddy gives them another dynamic offensively, and um, I think he's a good ball handler as well too. He could do pick and roll. Um, I think that would be good for Ben. You know, It'll open up the court for him. Uh, oh, MB when he gets dope, I didn't, I didn't interrupt you, Melly. I never interrupted you. um, when he gets double team, you know, just another shooter on the court. So I think that would be great for them. Um, for for the Kings, like you said, Mac. Um, I think they have no hope whatsoever. Um, oh man, I hope, <laughs> I hope they buy out Horford <laughs> so he can go somewhere in his career. On uh. <laughs> A respective term, um, yeah. Uh, I think. I, yeah, I think that. I, I, I think that makes sense. Five Go ahead, Mo. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, this trade doesn't help um, the Kings at all. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's like super lopsided, man. <laughs> <laughs> this, then I think like Philadelphia should definitely be aggressive this offseason. But, Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but the buddy trade doesn't make them that much better because they miss a leadership. So if mm. they if they do make this mm. trade, then they need to give then Brett Brown gotta go and get some. Well, Brett, oh, 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 sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we should have informed you. You being <laughs> locked locked away in the military for so long. Brett Brown was fired right after oh, the trade. They lost. Yeah, yeah, immediately. Hey, man, yeah, y'all, y'all didn't give me no tips before we started. Y'all yeah, know I just came back like Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, because Philly, Philly got me. Yeah, come on. So we, we forgot to talk about him. That was a while ago. Yeah, but yeah. But, I, but, you, but your point your point about leadership is still, I think, 1,000% bullseye. For sure. That yeah. they, they do not have it. You're right. But so that's going to talk. So um, that's going to transition to who I think they really need. But uh, that's that's it. And here's this one to me is, is interesting um, because it involves a playoff team and involves one of um, another one of CJ's favorite players, um, Drew Holiday. Drew. They say Drew Holiday will get sent to the Dibbin Nuggets for Gary Harris, Monte Morris, and Mallory's favorite player, Bobo. 
Global and a twenty and a twenty twenty one first round pick. That's a lot. That is a I, lot. Yeah. Let, me, let me start on this one. Let me, let me, let me, let me on this one. <laughs> move. Hey, listen. I would like the Denver Nuggets so much if they added a good two guard because Gary Harris got to go, man. Uh, Monte St. Morris can go too. Um, but I'm not giving up Bobo and a first pick for Drew Holiday. I'll give up I'll give up Gary, Monte, and maybe a first pick. But that's it. I like Monte. I'm not, I'm not giving like up um, I'm not giving up Bobo. But they do need a they do they do need a second um that two guard to complete this team because I think that's been a downfall for like so don't, you, years, don't you think? Don't you think Jamal moves over to that two spot and they just play off of both of them, Drew and and yeah, 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 because he could play the one too. So I think that will yeah. um, that actually make Murray better. You know what I mean? Get him off the ball a little bit because Gary, I like. I'm sorry, man. It, the experiment is over. Experiment is over. I'm surprised it lasts this long. Oh, I'm sorry, Mo. Go ahead. I'm just surprised it lasts this long. But go ahead. I'm done. Sort of, sort of, sort of like my second favorite player, Paul George. Um, Ew, I'm with Drew. <laughs> hey, Drew, Ew, what? Yo, can I finish my? <laughs> <laughs> you can't be, you can't be throwing what? fingers out there like that and then go back to your point, bro. Come on, man. Listen, I'm just saying they have this. They have similar huh? brand of basketball. They both smooth players, man. Who? They both smooth players. <laughs> So him going to uh, him going to Denver, I like that. I like that. Oh, I ever disrespect Drew like that. Drew, oh, Drew and Murray in the backcourt is, is is a good tandem, yo. It's, it's a very good tandem, especially with uh, Murray's new emergence of being a solidified, you know, score. Um, Jokic is gonna be Jokic, so that'd just be a great addition to Denver. Mm, uh, I don't sure. know if it moves him up or down the West Coast. No, but well, everything everything's top top eight to you. So yeah, but what about yeah, the, like, I love the Pelicans though. Pel- I don't, but I mean, I, but I, not, I not to get we, to the. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, Bobo, I don't think they should get real, get rid of Bobo. Bobo is he shows some flashes of of of, good, of a good player, bro. They probably doing that because of Michael Porter. I don't know, but helping New Orleans, Monte. I like Monte a little bit. He'd be a solid, obviously a solid point guard. Um, Gary Harris. I think yeah. After that, especially after this injury he just came back from, yeah, he 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 like damaged goods. Um, but if they get Bo Bo, that that'd be good too. Whoever, oh, New Orleans got a uh, New Orleans got stop, a, we're not, a few little stop, pieces. We're not doing man. that. We're not doing that. Stop. All right, we ain't got this right now. We ain't got this. <laughs> nah, we're not doing that because you know how I feel about New Orleans. Um, CJ, what's up? <laughs> um, well, Holiday, I've, I've heard a couple. Trade rumors from. I think the other one I heard was him going to the Nets. Yeah, yeah I heard that too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the details for that one, but I rather I rather him go there. But um, I'll answer to this one. Um, I'm on Mall side. Gary, um, I I I don't know how he made it this this long either. <laughs> um, I know uh, what's his name? Damn, comes off the bench. Will, uh, who's the Will Barton? Will, Will Barton. Barton. Yeah. Will Barton. He's Will been hurt. Barton. He's Will Barton been hurt. Yeah, he's yeah. home. He's yeah. not even in the bubble. He's been hurt, but I, w- I would like him to get all of Gary's minutes if he was healthy. Um, all of them. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I like, I like uh, Mate though. I wish he wasn't in that trade because I think that's a good spark for him off the bench. Um, 
IQ player. It's gonna be- uh, Leave for a while. Yeah, yeah. He gonna be good with the Pelicans. Bagging Alonzo, right? Stop, stop, stop. Moving on, moving on. Nah, we're not doing that. We're not talking about the Pelicans. They trash. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) No, go ahead, go on. Hey, the last two I like. The last two I like, man, because you know these are both players um, that we both, you know, we all agree can can change some teams. Victor Oladipo Ooh. to the Timberwolves. Yeah. Um, that's crazy to me because of who they already have. Um, and they wouldn't even get nothing back. So this trade to me doesn't happen, number one. But number two, doesn't make yeah, sense. Cool. So Minnesota Minnesota would get Depot. But they would be giving up the number one There's overall. There's a lot of bad pick. GMs in this NBA, bro. Oh, my God. Yo, seriously. Jared Culver, who was their top pick last year. And then, you know, James Johnson, the journeyman. So quickly, man, because I don't think there's much to do about this so we can move on to Chris Paul. What do, uh, CJ, I'll start with you. What do you think about Oladipo maybe ending up in Minnesota? Uh, and the Wolves giving up the number one off pick. Those are the two things I want to touch on. I think it's both far from happening. Yeah, I don't see either of those happening. So that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were clown, man. Yeah, I, don't, I don't see why that. Would, I don't see why it would, it would make sense to do that either. Um, I mean, I say that, but then I, but then don't make sense for who though? We don't see for them to give up the first pick. Uh, uh, yeah, that that and Vic on what the bases, right? Yeah. Yes. That what you mean? Players be nah, players be trading teams so much, bro. I just was it was rhetorical conduct, but I just had to. But you know what, Brian? Yeah, we all know what Brian. We all know what that man. Listen, so Matt, I don't think that it makes too much sense. I don't like CJ said. I don't think it'll happen. Um, Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be helpful for either either team. Well, it would be helpful for the Pacers, obviously, to get a Mm. first round draft pick. But for Timberwolves, I don't think it does nothing. Um, more. Uh, yeah, I think the trade is silly. Uh, one, um, I would hate to see uh, Oladipo get lost in uh, Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Two, um, like they did D-Love, I think he's going to get lost over there. Uh, and I don't see Timberwolves actually making giving up that number one pick for Oladipo who just came off that, that surgery. So, like, although he came back and yeah. playing, I don't see them doing that. Uh, if you're going to give up the number one pick, yeah, it got to yeah. be a higher, higher college player, though. My I feel you. I, I feel you. And Depot didn't have a good, good bubble or playoff. So I mean, it is, it is probably one of the worst hypotheticals here. But Definitely I do, the worst. Uh, I do think, I, I, I do think Depot will get lost in Minnesota, like you said, playing with, um, playing with the Timberwolves, man, because that, that team just doesn't have any identity. And I don't know if Older Depot adds identity to to that team you know what I mean so I agree with that and then you're not giving up the first pick if you're Minnesota you're no. not you're not <laughs> you're not it's too much talent right now um you have one more anybody had one more thing to say about that um uh, Oladipo to Miami man that's a oh here you go we'll get into our own hypotheticals <laughs> in a second hold on it's the, it's the last one that has thrown you know out in the media and I think um CJ don't like this one because it involves him um no <laughs> If Milwaukee Bucks will trade Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, Irsan Ilasova, 
DJ Wilson and the number 24 pick for Chris Paul. Okay. CJ, how would you feel about playing OKC? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. One. Um, I would love to see Giannis with an actual point guard, but they're giving up way too much for CP. Way too much. At his age. And then OKC. I mean, I like, I like, I like George Hill. Um, I like Elias. Um, 24 pick. You give or take, hit or miss. Um, yeah, it's just Bledsoe messes up everything for me in this trade. You, you know? do. So, you I, do. You do mess up everything. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Maul. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, you said what's a lot? You, Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, Illy Silva, DJ Wilson. And and two pick. people off the bench. And a pick. And a, and a pick. That's like two players all together, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you, but like it's, it's, it's a lot. But, but it messes up a rotation, Mally. Yeah. It messes up a rotation. Give up all those bench guys, man. Now you gotta go get new bench guys that you don't know nothing about. Grab more, my fault. Um, I think you drop one person, one player. Then yeah, you do this pick. Uh, CP services is needed in Milwaukee. <laughs> like, come on now. For sure. Is either yeah. that? Is either that? Or Giannis walking? So mm. you got That's you got to take a gamble. I don't think I'm still against all y'all. I really don't think Giannis is going anywhere. He's going to stay freaky Ooh. in Milwaukee. I nah, do. I do. They're going to do something. But go ahead. Let, let Mallory get his get, get his point. Go ahead. <clears throat> Oh, we lost Mallory? Yeah. He gone? Uh, yeah. JR left? Oh, man. JR, he bounced on us, didn't tell us. No, he didn't even say nothing. Yeah, yeah. We got to reconnect? No, no, we good. We good. We can finish right here. We got, right, we got uh, go ahead. No, no, we're going to move on from that because, because we already know how y'all feel about Chris Paul and uh, going to Milwaukee. I don't think Giannis leaves. I really don't think Giannis leaves. And so... If they do bring someone in to help them, that's great. That's great. You know what I mean? But I don't I don't really see thinking needs to be a necessity. He said it and he said it on, on TV the other day when he won his MVP. He said as long as everybody that. he said as long as everybody still wants to win here, I can see myself being here for 15 more years. Hey Matt, but how many hey, stars hey, how many stars players? said that though, man? And they left. <laughs> yeah, like, but they leave because side. because because who put the blueprint about leaving out? LeBron did. So everybody wants to be like that. Oh, let me just leave teams whenever I want, how I want. So now other players do it. I think Giannis is opposite LeBron. Look, He's more Kobe. Let me just stay home. Look, if you make that me, I think if uh, like person for CP3, CP3 is needed in Philly or Milwaukee. Is they need that leadership? They missing that leadership to get over that hump. I don't um, think he may. I don't think he fits in Philly. But I understand Milwaukee deal. I do. Giannis. Oh no, Giannis, he fit in Philly. Yeah, that boy out. He, he, <laughs> that boy out. He, he taking the towel. Fit in Philly with Ben Simmons. No, you think him and no, Ben Simmons can no, play together? No, 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 no. Nobody said nothing with him. Oh yeah, you can put him at the four. <laughs> Just get, make him rebound. Make box, him rebound. Out let the ball. Let him score. Joel let Joel play the. Joel play the. Do the cuts to the basket. He can push the ball up real fast. Stuff like that, you know what I mean? But yeah, they can play together, man. They need a leadership. 
That experiment, that experiment, that experiment uh, stopped working too. Yo, this this is how I know the pod's getting too long. Y'all out here just saying the, lo- the, the most wildest thing. That was the, Maul just said the most logical thing serious, ever. Man. What are you talking about? Yo, at Ben the four, Simmons. He's at the four. Ben He's Simmons. more effective at the four. He's never played the four. He never will play the four. We- Bro, stop. He played a four. They switched his, his, they switched really his position to the, to the four. He he's not a four, bro. They switched him to the four. He's not a four. He's never played the four. He's what a four, bro. He's a four. Yeah, I'm just talking about it said that he's oh moving him to the four. That's what they started off. Uh, oh he's a point. He's a point four like Bron. Yeah, he's he's never played the, he could be listed. I don't care if he's listed as center. He doesn't play the four. He's the point guard. Like, what are y'all not like? Do you not watch basketball? He's not the. Not watch oh basketball. my gosh! You, so you Ben Simmons that. doesn't play the point. Point four. When they entered the bubble, so Draymond Green played point guard. Yes. He's been moved to the four. Point four. Draymond. Everybody so Draymond does doesn't play the point. Dude. Mallory, they all they all do. All right, Draymond Green a point guard. They got yeah. changes. Draymond yo, Green you, yo, you are the, yo, you are like a four year old right now, bro. Like, stop, stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You get so upset, man. Like, relax, bro. Relax. Ain't nobody upset. Y'all just making look at look not look smart at statements, bro. I can feel the emotion coming out of your microphone, bro. I can feel it. Uh, relax, bro. I like CP in, uh, in Milwaukee, man. I like CP in Milwaukee. It needs to happen. Well, like, like like most of this stuff is all hypothetical speculation. The media likes to throw up stuff during the off season and the latter parts of the playoff, you know, just to get things going. So we ourselves like to do that. And before we finish this podcast, we definitely got to do two things. Number one, we got to break up the Houston Rockets. That's that's number one. And number two, we got to settle a bet. And before we settle that bet, let's talk about Houston real quick. Because that bet we're going to settle is between two players. They know who we're talking about. But before we get to that, let's talk about Houston. Um, I want to start with the guy who lives there right now. And the guy who claimed Houston Rockets as his team, and that's C. Really, C. How can we fix the Rockets? How can we fix the Rockets? Um, I think, uh, I think somebody else in this chat said it already. I think it was more, but um, I agree with him. We need to give Russ and, and James another year um, and see what they look like with a coach. That's not D'Antoni because we know what D'Antoni's gonna do uh, with the small ball. Um, yeah, really. Um, I'll have more. I need. I need more uh, information after we get the coach. Man, I'll be able to give you some more insight on that. I respect it. I respect it. Um, hey Mallory, I'm gonna save you for last, like me, because I think me and you have the same opinion about a couple of their players. So, Ma, Ma, what do you think? <laughs> Ma, yeah. Ma, what do you think? Uh, what do you think Houston got to do? <laughs> they gotta um and this all hypothetically man they gotta trade PJ Tucker and they gotta trade Gordon and that experiment is over too um and go grab him somebody else uh I would say if they can grab uh <laughs> go grab Blake Griffin Go save about uh go save about Detroit. <laughs> Get him out of Detroit, man. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Wait, put Blake at the five? Come on, put Blake at the five? Oh, yeah, Blake at the five, bro. Okay. Okay. My man came out of love. Still, I love it. I love it. So, you telling me to fix them, obviously coaching. We got Coaching, yeah, definitely. Coaching. We don't know about that. Bro. And, and, and then number two is we got to get something for P.J. Tucker, Eric Gordon, and bring in Blake. So that's, your, that's your answer to fix the Rockets? Yeah, go save him on, save him from Detroit. That help, uh, that help, uh, Blake. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they got to stop playing. They, you know what I mean? Dad Tony out, so James Harden playing a four is out, too. So, it'd be good, man. Run it back. Run it back. Run it back. Run it back. Hey, Mallory, bring some um, logic to this conversation, man. What does he say got to do? You going to Mallory for that? <laughs> What does he say got to fix, bro? Man, listen, blow everything up, get rid of <laughs> Russell and James. Oh, <laughs> 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 hey, yo, my man, I'm laughing, but I'm serious, man. Hey, you have this. I I, I seen this coming last year when they said that this was gonna be, you know, one of the best backcourts, man. You can't have two of. The most non-winning is is uh, stubborn players playing together, bro. It ain't oh it ain't God. gonna work. <laughs> it's not gonna work. Yeah, they got a good relationship off the court, bro. But when you on the court, it's totally different, bro. That chemistry don't necessarily uh, translate on the court. I just, mm. uh, some people like uh, Westbrook, but I think his IQ is is in question. Um, mm. He has a heart, big heart. You know, he he he, he gonna go the hardest. No question. Mm. James Harden, a lot of people like James Harden. I think his flaws and in the way he fits certain systems. Um but I mean it, I say blow it up all up, bro. If you was, if you had to keep one, if you had to keep one, I keep Russ over uh, James Harden, honestly. Blow it up. I think I keep but I now that I think about it, I like Blake over there, but I keep Russ and get rid of James, yo. Let James <clears> go somewhere, man. Word. Okay. Um not what I was expecting. <laughs> hey, but listen, listen. You want the logic. <laughs> listen, my my issue with Houston has always been um, since they made the deal and got rid of CP3 was just the loyalty part there, right? I mean, they kind of blindsided CP with that. Um, and then to bring in, to me, a real erratic player. You lose leadership and stability and you bring in someone who runs, jumps, and talks a lot. I mean, that, to me, didn't make any... Didn't make any <laughs> Y'all are so disrespectful. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Sounds crazy. Oh, hold on, I'll let y'all finish everything. <laughs> Y'all That boy preaching. Keep going, Matt. Listen, so it, it just it didn't make sense, right? I already know how to make up a team was. Now, to Maul and CJ's point is, you might bring in a different coach who might preach a different method that allows to be James but maybe not so much small ball and maybe not so much three so now you go from that type of offense to maybe something more centered around their attributes which could work I'm not saying this team can't win the way it is now but I do think they need to think about moving a big piece like Russ or small pieces like you guys said and Eric Gordon or PJ Tucker because honestly those are the only people you're going to get value for the rest of that roster, you're not getting anything for. Austin Rivers isn't going to get you a fifth round pick if they even had that in basketball. Oh, <laughs> so, Dang. so you you're not getting anything for that roster other than those main players. So I think Houston has to do something after they hire a coach. Once you hire a coach, go get that coach the players he needs. Blake Griffin out of Detroit, okay, but I don't, you know, I got to see who's coaching and who's what type of offense they're running before I can agree to that. 
Um, but I think we all do agree Houston's got to make changes, yes? Yeah, definitely. They got to make changes. Yes. For sure. Cool, cool. All right. I think this is what we really wanted to talk about after an hour of, of, of potting. <laughs> um, and let's end on a good note here. We had a huge debate the last couple of days about Paul George and Jimmy Butler. There's some people, there's some people in this pod that think PG's top ten, top five. Some may say he's top fifty, top one hundred. There's people who think Jimmy is not even close to being top ten. So what I want from <laughs> listen, and we're gonna keep, we're not gonna hurt each other's feelings here. I want each one of you. Can I go first? Can I go first? <laughs> Listen, listen, I want each one of you, and we're not, obviously we're not really going to get an answer because we all have strong opinions, but I just want each one of you to tell me why you think one is better than the other in a simple format. We don't have to get real philosophical, philosophical, I can't talk, philosophical, Philosophical, Mallory, this is, that is to you, okay? Okay. Since you want to go first. Tell me why one is better than the other. That's it. That's all I need. Okay. Before before I start, I want to correct what I said last podcast. I said that Jimmy was top 20, top 25. I made a mistake. He's definitely top 15, for sure. He's definitely top 15. What a big jump. Okay. <laughs> that's a big that's a big jump. He's top 15. I don't think he's making that 10. He might be he's he, he top 15. Now, right. who personally, obviously, I know that I believe that Paul George is better than Jimmy Butler. Basketball. When you when you just talking basketball, and when you add when you when you add other variables, yeah, you can make a great you can make a great argument that Jimmy uh, edges Paul George. You know, intangibles. I get it. Um, but if we just if we if, if we if we talking straight, if you roll the basketball out, I'm taking Paul George. A lot right? of things sound silly to me. I'm taking, I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking, hey, look, listen, I'm taking Yo, Paul George. Speak, yeah, I ain't gonna cut y'all off. I'm gonna let y'all talk. Paul George. Mallory, go ahead. Jimmy. You're taking Paul, Paul George. George. Taking Paul George be, over Jimmy Butler. Because of intangibles, you said? No, not because Tangible. of intangibles. I was saying with the intangibles, you can edge Jimmy. You can edge Jimmy. But Jimmy ain't really, Jimmy ain't getting no way yet for me. He ain't win nothing yet for me to say. Whoa, 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 right, whoa, Jimmy whoa, 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 whoa. Stop, stop, stop. We are comparing. Man, we, listen, nope, I'm going to make the rules right now. We are comparing players. I said that. I comparing said players. I so say, no accolades listen. where they went. We're not doing I'm that. All I said to you, Mallory, what is he talking about? Stop, 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 stop. All I said to you was we are comparing Jimmy and PG, the players. Who takes their team where and how they do it was not what we're talking about. Oh, we're talking about oh if we're excluding all that, if we're excluding all that, PG is, is easily better than Jimmy Butler. If we're wow. excluding those, they, those, those parameters that you just took away, Paul George is better than Jimmy Butler, bro. When you add those things, Jimmy Jimmy could possibly be better than PJ. Simple. Is it be, is it because of dribble pass shoot? Because he dribbles past and shoots better? When you when you ask who's a better player, what are you considering? <laughs> That's what we got to get into. What are the things you're considering? Wow. You just stripped away how somebody can lead their team where they go. You took that away, man. So, but that but I'm saying they're playing one on one basketball. That's what they're doing. They're playing against each other one on one. You're telling me Jimmy's gonna cruise past. I mean, um, PG's gonna cruise past Jimmy in one on one basketball. That just sounds silly. In a one on one basketball game, Jimmy Butler ain't got it. He ain't, he ain't enough for Paul George. Understood. I and I re- understood, and I respect you, um, CJ. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's what we doing is one on one. We're doing the players. We're comparing the two players. 
comparing the two players. Um, yeah, um, Jimmy definitely a better basketball player than Paul George. Um, I think from the eye test, it's glaring to see, um, especially after the last couple months. Um, you just it's, it's just certain things. It's certain things that that players do on the court that you wouldn't expect from from an NBA player, especially at the caliber. If some people think he's top ten mm-hmm. that you expect him to be at, and it's just it's just not acceptable, you know. So um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Jimmy. Jimmy's better. Jimmy's yeah. better. Okay. <clears throat> oh, but hey, hey, see, really, what, what you uh? So before you had uh George Paul better. Um, <laughs> before yes, uh, before that George before Paul bubble, crazy. Before the bubble, I definitely had George Paul better than, than Jimmy. Uh, let me say, I was mistakenly wrong. So y'all know I've been going for about two months now. So I I didn't hear what was going on. You know, I'm uh, you know, in in captivity, whatever. So I come out, right, and first thing I hear, pandemic P, way <laughs> off P, uh, way <laughs> off P. <laughs> like I've heard all these nicknames and and yeah, and the Clippers is out. I'm seeing people plucking George Paul, like in different <laughs> scenarios and stuff like that. I'm hearing all this crazy stuff. Then on the other side, I see Butler killing, dogging. So I think it's just easy comparison, like where like when you do, compare the two, like one player I can trust and is consistent and has been consistent. Then other player, yeah, he might got a little talent, but if we checking the ball up ten times, how many times is he really gonna you know, show, showcase that talent. So I'm going against with the, Jimmy Butler. I guess, yeah, against Jimmy Butler at that. So it's like I'm going with a dog, I'm not going with the mentally weak. <laughs> Yo, leave that man mental capacity out of it, bro. <laughs> we talking basketball, man. We talking basketball, talking basketball. basketball. Yeah, just basketball, basketball, just basketball. Hey, to to Mallory's point, um. He had a point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to Mallory's point. You know, I, I, I can see on the outside looking in when you watch a player like PG play and his skill level, his size, his clean tween behind the back, all that side, side steps, you know, skip step, euro, whatever. I can see how that is glorified and looks pretty. Um, but when you got to play one-on-one against another grown oh. man, um, and you can't do all that pretty stuff because there's no open court. It's just you in that half court and that basket. Um, I'm taking Jimmy because I think Jimmy is just tenacious enough to get the stops. And once he gets the stops, he's going to use whatever ability he has to make sure he gets to where he needs to get to the score. PG's just going to a few times and pull up. He's going to rely on a pull up. Can he get past Jimmy? Probably. Is he going to try to post him up? Probably. But that's a grown man down there that's not going to let you do that. So I would pick Jimmy because I just think he's just the more tenacious player with the skill he has. He can use it better. I think his IQ is better. I think Paul just looks better. He's pretty. He's pretty. Can, and he plays pretty. Can I say something? 
uh, for, for Paul. I do I do want to mention that that gruesome injury that he had in, in, in 2014. If it wasn't for that, I do believe that he would have been a different player. But as he is right now, I'm going I'm going with Jimmy. Man, I came like I, and I understand. I, I go ahead, Mo. I'm, all I'm saying, I like they ain't saying pandemic Butler. Or they ain't saying way off Butler. <laughs> yeah. but that joke was crazy. That's crazy. I, I, no, I, it was crazy. I, I hear what you're saying, CJ. I do, but I think PJ has always been that that guy who looks the part. He looks the part, right? He looks like yo, this this dude is tough. Like look look at his moves. Look what he's doing. Look at his skill level. Like, but he's in the stance. But <laughs> but when you look at how he's performed in big games and how his skill level sometimes isn't enough. It just isn't enough sometimes. I think that's where, you know, to me, he falls short of Jimmy Butler because I think Jimmy's just been good and stable his whole career. And I agree 100%. That's that, and I think any of us are wrong. We all have the right to have our opinion. Um, it's just three of us against one of us. I mean, somebody's got to be, you know, smart enough to know what's silly and what's not. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Paul right. oh, George was just third in uh, MVP voting, maybe like two or three years ago. Uh, oh, oh so, but you just, sure told, but you just told you just told us about how Giannis winning MVP was BS because it's a popularity show. So, so which one is it? So don't use you tell no, me. Don't do that. Don't you tell do me. That. Don't you do tell that. me. You can't, Mallory. Mallory, you got to stop doing that. I'm don't not doing use, nothing. Don't use stats and. Google. I told you fits, yesterday when it, it makes sense sometimes. It's childish. Sometimes it makes oh, sense. My. He just said sometimes. It makes sense, bro. Sometimes when it when it benefits you. Listen, listen, yes. listen, listen, when listen. It no, 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 no. Can I, let me clarify that. I'm not saying that Giannis wasn't deserving of it. After hearing the the oh, after childish. hearing and seeing the voting, it's it's insane, bro. Okay, it's insane that PG finished third. That's insane too. That, no, you must not remember that season, but it's cool. Oh, it was, see, it was a, oh my it was a, God. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yo, you're the worst. Yeah, cool. crazy, bro. You are. Man. But listen, we've kept people longer than we have. We have a lot more we want to get to, but we're going to start with that on our next podcast, man. It's always fun to sit here and sit here and rap with my brothers. I love y'all, man. Lead the people with something special. Uh, Maul, since you've been, this is your first official podcast, but it's lead the people with something, man. Oh man, I just want to say happy Sunday to everybody. Uh, y'all be safe uh, during the week, uh, especially with this uh, pandemic we got going on. And I hope everybody' uh, financial situation is good enough to par. Uh, let's keep faith. Word. See, leave us. Uh. Happy Sunday, like Maul said. Come on, bro. Don't say uh, the same thing I said. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Sunday, bro. I'm sorry. Um, oh, my God. But, you know, for real, though, happy Sunday. Um, check up on your loved ones. Uh, check up on your strong friends. And um, just take it one day at a time. Respect. JR. Uh, hey, listen. Love the ones. Love ones that, that love you. Make sure you keep somebody around you that could check you at all times, man. Don't mm-hmm. don't be out here in this world in this false universe, man, thinking that you're something that you ain't. Respect. Hey, my brother said it best. All right, keep God first. We love y'all. Thanks for listening to the Four Corners. We out. <laughs>